This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville. We are powering through season two and we are straight into episode five. Look at this, three weeks in a row now. Three weeks in a row, exactly. And we'll do a fourth week in a row next week. So the whole sticking to every other week's really going well for the start of the year. It just means we can have a break at some point. We'll have to have a mid-season, mid-season World Cup break. Oh, uh, well, yeah, like the Premier League's bringing in now and stuff as well. Do you reckon it's also... Called a, it'll, be called, it'll be called a mid-season Ian's in Australia for three and a half weeks break and we won't be able to work out time difference. Do, do you, you know how like they have like the break in Italy and like Spain and places? Do you reckon now after the World Cup they'll do it again this year? Because like the, the foreign managers like it, don't they? Yeah. When they come in. And they haven't noticed too much difference yet. I'm sure they'll be moaning at some point, but so far so good. Fulham it is anyway. Who did you beat at the weekend? Fulham beat Brighton in probably apparently Fulham's worst game of the season. Excellent. Um, They deserved to lose three or four nil, so it's probably made up for the amount of games they blew late. And then breakaway goal in the 88th minute or something to win it. And it's up to sixth place. Here we go. Nice. Well, we're we're well and truly in fourth after beating West Ham. Sun finally got another goal, which we've been waiting for for a while. Had to come off the bench, but it was good, good stuff. Cause like that f- football is like the only thing going at the minute because like NFL like still completely dead. Um, basketball, ice hockey, baseball, nobody cares about anyway. Um, rugby it sounds like Wales don't want to play, um, so that could it's be a real um, and oh, Eng- England won the cricket because they're playing in New Zealand and the okay, women. And the women have got through to the semi-finals the world 2020 winning the group um but yeah so it's just basically like soccer well and truly there's kind of nothing else going on it is and i think i've managed three games of women's football last I know, week you were going out loads so where did where were you watching them at so obviously sunday week ago was at the tottenham hotspur spaceship yep um for tottenham v man united which i love because so in that one of the Man United players got sent off in the match. But there's a twist. So the Man United girl did lash out but kind of pushed the girl in her shoulder. Tottenham player, dirty Tottenham scum, covers her face. Man United player gets sent off. Now, this is the twist. Since then, the Man United players had the card rescinded. So Ella is now not suspended. And the Tottenham player has been given a two-match ban. Excellent. Excellent. Tottenham says it all. And then, so yeah, then I've been at the Lionesses game. So Thursday, Milton Keynes. Sunday in, where was I? Coventry. And obviously then tomorrow night they're playing in Bristol. So I'm missing one tomorrow night. Uh, well, I've been I've been too busy. I've been frequenting the, the Duke's head a little bit too much for, over like the last week. You um, are like, we have said, we, we need to obviously do... Uh, episode from there i had the full-on conversation with fear about it on wednesday and then me and brendan went up there again on friday and then my friend katie was back in town over from oz so we went on sunday uh so it's obviously it's always really cool um love drinking pbr on draft can't drink too much of it because it's quite bodied and stuff but a great point nonetheless um so yeah and they're doing food now as well at the Jukes, which is amazing. 
um, all the ribs and kind of. All so what, what have you sampled? Have you sampled much of the menu yet? No, I haven't really. I haven't. I don't tend to. I tend to eat before I go out. Well, that was the thing. Like Wednesday and Friday, I totally forgot. And then like Sunday, um, I'd had lunch before I headed up there. And then I wasn't planning to be out all day. And then did ended up going to Camden Club after for um, girls' night in with Jade Helliwell, Kezia Gill, um, Jess Friston, and Demi Mariner. Um, which was really cool. It was packed. They changed the layout a little bit to get more people in. They were sort of like rows of seats rather than having... lots of tables, wasn't there? No, no, no tables. They took the tables awesome. out. So literally, it was just sort of rows and things. Um, so, yeah, it was cool to kind of see that sort of packed out and things. Then it was the first time I'd actually, like, listened to or saw, like, Demi, kind of just being Demi, kind of she'd done things with other people. Um, kind of duo and kind of other type sort of shared shows and stuff in the past so that was really cool to kind of like listen to her for the first time properly and yeah it was a really good sort of fun show really on Sunday night so I guess <laughs> our, our number five can kind of link into this then it does this, this was a great shout where I this was this how you knew this um I don't know if I'm like impressed or concerned that you knew this Obviously, the reason I think I knew it I think when I was going the first one of the times I was going in Nashville, I was doing like a countdown on my like Insta stories with like shirt numbers and things. And then I couldn't find a really good number five. And I found something, not a shirt number, but better than. So, yeah, so we, we are struggling. So we were thinking footballers. Um, Fulham is currently Shane Duffy. Nothing. There, there's no one even remotely... Impressive. Breda Hangeland, I guess, is probably Fulham's most famous one. Baseball-wise, um, Joe DiMaggio would have probably been my shout. But it's completely been trumped by Jamie's one. And he is certainly going to show off his useless knowledge of sporting numbers. Over to you. Of 80s, I guess, when it Must was first would have been. TV. Yeah. Uh, cult iconic series of um wacky races where the number in there unlike kind of like modern formula one where modern formula one they're all like 74 or like you know really high numbers it kind of all just sort of went like naught to nine or whatever it was and the number five uh was penelope pitstop um so that's where we went with for this i think that's a great shout I think it's a cool one. We did Mark Webber as a, a number in the last series, didn't we? So we've done cars before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that's uh, definitely a very good one. Yeah, we've had a couple of motorists. To be ones. fair, it's, it's our second. It's our first TV crossover, though. It's our second Hanna-Barbera series uh, reference of this season because we had the earlier one to conclude that Yogi Bear and um, Lainey Wilson uh, did not frequenting the same national park i have actually just caught up on um the latest episode of 1923 which is currently the current prequel whatever they call it series of yellowstone still yeah, going still, very I'm good seven I'm episodes in really, loving it i'm still really struggling for stuff to watch i sort of i was flicking through netflix and disney and stuff the other day because like mandalorian's back like next week um 
and I'd seen that uh, Shadow and Bone, there's a second series of that, so I've kind of started binge-watching the first season again before that comes back. But, yeah, still, I still have nice to avoid Yellowstone. I nearly, I nearly said Jellystone. <laughs> <laughs> No, so 1923, I'm definitely hoping to say seven episodes in, flying through it. On the subject of Lainey Wilson, um, she put a song out on Friday because there's this uh, Rolling Stones anniversary um, album coming out on the 17th. I forget, I forget sometimes we're meant to talk about music. Yeah, I know. Well, I just thought <laughs> it was a very good link to talk in about Stones because uh, they've, there's a couple of tracks that have kind of started to drip out and stuff already and on Friday was the one that uh, Laney Wilson recorded, which is You Can't Always Get What You Want, and that full project will be out on 17th of March, so the week after uh, C2C. And there's been, yeah, a couple of good releases. Um, and uh, again, we can link quite a few to this today. So Elvis Shane obviously did Sympathy for the Devil, and he's just teamed up with Cadillac Free for their new song called Hillbilly. So that came out on friday and also also with catch seeker on there as well who's the lead singer and fiddle player for old chrome medicine show who like lv will also be appealing appearing at c2c in uh just over two weeks time it's a very good kind of c2c line i know we're kind of seamless it's very good how we're seamlessly linking um with things and another another c2c artist playing bringing out new music uh jordan davis's uh new album came out on friday as well um, Bluebird Days, so that was out uh, started last weekend. Um, Breland and Alana Springsteen, who are both appearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they did uh, another a duet version of Breland's uh, track for what it's worth. That came out on Friday as well. Uh, who else released music last week? Um, we had oh, a really, really great track from Sneal Arts and Maddie and Tay. Um, which I really, really like a lot, called Last Time Last, or Last Time Last, as kind of the Americans would sort of say it, uh, or Northerners would also say it, <laughs> read that. Um, so I really, really like that a lot. Um, I think the other one that stood out to me was um, Christian Bush. I'm I'm lost on where he is in this whole, like... It's it's the fourth, the fourth and final title. part of the 52-track four-part album which is coming out on March. So the fourth part is called 52 this year, coming out on March the 10th. And it's the final instalment um, of that project. It's been kind of about 18 months. This I mean, yeah, it's kind of been ticking through, hasn't it? Just constantly. And it is. Uh, it doesn't seem to go too... We don't go too far between kind of Christian Bush sort of releases. So... Yeah, already yours is the first release first track, of the so final yeah. instalment. I think I've got yeah. that right. So that's the lead one up there. And a couple of other sort of bits of uh, album news. Parker McCollum, we heard that he's got a new record coming out on May the 12th called Never Enough. Um, the first track, which is a really great like banger called I Ain't Going Nowhere, that came out on Friday. Some real big hitters that he wrote that with. So Parker is a co-write with Laurie McKenna. Liz Rose, Lee Miller, John Randall, just, you know, pretty big sort of names in that Nashville writing community. Um, and so, yeah, so I Ain't Going Nowhere came out on Friday with Never Enough coming on May the 12th. So, so much to look forward to going into the summer. Um, 
And the only other sort of bits I've got, um, oh, we had a new Carly Morgan track out as well Friday, which I always love what she does. Oh, Big fan of her. Um, don't stay gone too long. Um, I've been a huge fan of her for, you know, since I started listening to her. Walker Hayes actually was the person that introduced her as a name to me when I did an interview with Walker, where he'd sort of was talking about people he was working with. He's like, oh, I've just cut a track with this new girl, Carly Morgan. So I listened to her stuff. Uh, and then she came over due to play CTC in 2020, when obviously it didn't happen. Um, uh, but luckily I did manage to catch her at kind of a little like industry showcase before the whole thing sort of came back. Um, but she keeps kind of putting out loads and loads of new music and stuff. And I just think her voice is very distinct. Um, so don't stay gone too long. That came out Friday. And kind of the, the last one I saw is um, Nikita Coleman uh, announced uh, when her uh, next record, Fancy Island, is coming. And that is coming on March the 3rd, so next Friday, which is really, really cool and really exciting because been loving what she's been working on stuff as well. Yeah, that's, and that's the only other album. One other album was Jordan Davis released his new album. We said uh, that. Bluebird Day. Did we say Jordan Davis? Yep. Because we said about other people playing C to C. But it's obviously, oh, so good. it's obviously such a great record that we need to mention that Jordan Davis's album came out twice. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that was the releases. And I suppose the only other real bit of, well, we've got a couple of things. It, it looks like announcements for other festivals are pretty imminent. I've seen at Long Road, I've done the old classic of his announcement about an announcement. Uh, that that lineup's going to come. I want to say Black Deer have done the same. And I think Black Deer. I don't I like. Know if I said Black Deer do announcement coming this week. I think Black Deer announcing yes. some more this week, and Long Road we're going to get first sort of bit next week and things with that. Um, so that'll be really exciting. So it's kind of we're all sort of thinking, oh, a C to C, and kind of like it's like, oh yeah, we've got more. about to come. Um, so yeah. I suppose it's the best time to announce it because while people are hyped for C2C, it gets people sort of, you know, if they have a really great time, you know, that yeah. haven't been to events and stuff before, and they go, oh, I really like the lineup that's got mm, these people on and stuff. I might go and see that. And obviously, we're big fans of Long Road, really looking forward to being up there. Uh, Black Deer as well. I had a wild time last year, enjoyed it a lot. Um, so, yeah, it's really exciting. We're getting all this news. We had the Buckle and Boots lineup last week. Um, we're obviously going to get. Black Deer and Long Road coming, and you know we've got the kind of the biggest of all actually taking place. Um, well, about just over two weeks, two and a half. Yeah, it is literally two and a half weeks. And thinking like, but we still got so this weekend, Kelsey Ballerini. We've got this weekend. Yes, this week. So I think Kelsey's tour. I think starts tomorrow. I think tomorrow's the first day. Don't quote me on that. Um, I want to say the first one's in Birmingham, but I might be making that up completely. Um, Google. That's what I was kind of just doing, just trying to sort of pattern things. But we're uh, actually Wednesday the 22nd is Manchester, oh. Friday, Birmingham, Saturday, London. Well, I knew, I knew, I knew it was Manchester or Birmingham. They're both like not where we are and things. But so, yeah, so Kelsey's still kicking off tomorrow in Manchester. Uh, being supported by Georgia Webster, which is really, really cool to kind of get to see and listen to her as well. And just as kind of our useful public service announcement for anybody attending the show on Saturday, because it's in Shepherd's Bush, Saturday is a Queen's Park Rangers home day. So QPR oh. are at home on Saturday. And if you've ever been to Shepherd's Bush on a QPR home day, 
it is not the best thing in the world. I particularly think about that if you might be driving to the gig as well. Those when you might turn up at about six o'clock. There's a lot more. There will be a lot more traffic, likely some road closures and things. And the other thing to bear in mind is not just the traffic that with the way the council works in that part of London, that a lot of the bars are for home fans only. So depending on capacity and things, some pubs, if you're there a little bit earlier, um, I think it's three hours before and three hours after. I was going to say, so the game will end at five, so half five yeah. of the pubs will be football fans. And also there is, uh, we mentioned that England Wales might be playing rugby. Or should be playing also, rugby. As if Kelsey Ballerini this Saturday, C to C in, I'm trying to work it out, what, 13 days to 16 days time. Song Suffragettes have announced their lineup for the 1st of March, keeping us busy. And I guess the headline name that stands out to me is obviously Twinny is on it. And they've also just teamed up with Holler as media partner. Do you recognize it? I don't know the other names. Do you know? I, I, hadn't, I hadn't actually seen it that he was playing a new team. So we have May Payne, Laura Beckwith, Amber T, and Rachel Croft will also be on their sort of roundup. And they and they have their they have their set at, or their round at CTC on a Sunday morning as well with Paris Adams who put a new single out on Friday. One other one that we kind of didn't mention, Gold was her track that came out on Friday. You've got um, Alyssa Bonagura and Haley Mae Campbell playing that uh, song so for just round at C to C. So yeah, I think obviously. Our CTC interviews are coming thick and fast. Obviously, we've Caroline Jones online, Dan Davidson's chat is online. That sounds like he is going to be definitely a good one to watch, bringing a full six-piece band. And yeah, we've got plenty more lined up over the next kind of 10 days. We're hoping, I say, for a few of the main stage artists as well that we will be sitting down with. We yes, we've got one. As they come out. Got it's cool. Some big, some big ones, some big ones this week and things. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Um, and the, the the one bit of news outside of CTC that we kind of we sort of touched a little bit about last week about the fact that the chicks have announced this big tour with Marin Morris opening for them with an absence of shows in the capital. But we've now found that Marin is going to be playing at um, Kent Town Forum. On the 5th of July, it's a Marin Morris headline show. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Similar to the Kelsey show in London, they are going to go very, 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 very quick. This is what I was going to say. Do we think she could have gone for a bigger venue? I think there's a lot more to do with where is available. I don't think oh, yeah. it's straightforward as what Because the, the other thing about London at the minute is the fact that one of our my favorite and one of the most prompt not so much in country americana but particularly across the rock and the pop and the r&b type gigs that a lot of those were taking place at brixton brixton is currently still out of service um it's not able to be open um so a lot of things go to hammersmith and then just in terms of that you know, there isn't one of the things about London that the jump between venues that where you look at Shepherd's Bush, the Forum, which are both about two and a half thousand. Yeah, it's got, yeah so it's 2,300 is Forum. So, yeah, I you guess have, you are kind of Apollo next, aren't you? Really? And then, yeah. yeah, so then you're going to about those two 5,000 venues where one of them's out of use. 
Um, so if the Apollo's booked, um, you know, it's, I think that I guess is a similar thing to Kelsey. I'd assume they probably wanted a bigger venue, but just in terms of what's available, what's I think. Available, but I can I still think, remember seeing Marin at, I want to say, O'Meara. He did play O'Meara, yes. One of her small capacity sort of first, almost like probably her first headline show in London was, yeah, it wasn't O'Meara one for what, four or five hundred people? I remember that selling out in a matter of minutes. So, uh, is good luck good. if you're Amir buying tickets. Matt. Try your best. I think Amir is about 250. Is it? Maybe 300. Yeah. I feel even better than that I got there. Yeah, I don't think it's as big as that. But yeah, so, um, that, you know, it's, it's a big issue with venues in London. It's a thing at the minute. And, you know, it has been for a little while. Um, but the fact of not having brixton whereas you might think well country acts don't play brixton it has a big knock-on effect for everything luckily coco's back open now yeah. um which is really helpful kind of a slightly smaller venue places like there and scala which were both shut for quite not just through the pandemic and things but had been shut for refurbishments and things for a while um it was great that coco's back um nice like that must be about 1500 maybe slightly more I think um, so, yeah, it must be that kind of. So it really kind of helps just in terms of getting, getting venues and yeah, you know, it's, it is about where is available, but you know, the fact that we're getting a few more venues. Yeah, no, I'm glad it's, I think I'm glad it's probably more a 2000 than a 1000 for her as well. That's the thing that, so again, the demand's definitely there. So you said, good luck if you are trying, so I'm sure it will sell out just like Kelsey in a, if you're, if you're trying to get on at 1040 on your, Morning break time, probably won't have a chance. No, I think I think that our pre-sales taking place Wednesday and Thursday, um, in terms of what things are. So again, if people get a chance to sort of get that and stuff, jump on because I'm sure that'll be a really cool show. Because it's been it's been a while since she's been here. No, I can't. I'm trying to think when she was last here. Um. I don't really know. It must be a couple of years. Well, for most people, it's been a couple of years. That's the thing. I think we're definitely 2019, I would have said. But I don't think she's done anything since. So, Might yeah. even before that. Early 2019 or late 2018. Yeah. This is one of those great conversations, similar to kind of what I was having with my friend the other day about, like, just, you know, stuff that in your 30s, like, really becomes, like, the way your thought process goes in terms of completely you haven't had a beer yet today it's 10 to 8 football's about to start and you haven't had a beer so i don't need to. i'm having a little little rest saving myself for c to c because obviously it's it's cool i've seen quite a few other people that have started doing their like here are our tips and advice for c to c and things and i always think it's quite hard to do because there's no right or wrong way about it if you want to literally just get there and kind of you know spend your time getting ready go to the bar enjoy the arena stay out late and then lie in bed for half the next day that's your way of doing it and that's fine if you want to kind of be you know up you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed first thing in the morning to check out the artists and stuff and you know be able to kind of look around a lot more of what's going on during the day that's great for you you know that there is a and lot, the there, people a lot. Who get their chair in upstairs at all bar one uh, in the saloon and they'll stay there for the day yeah, and like, say, that's the thing. Say, there is like it is how people kind of say want to do it and things and there's no right or wrong way about it like some people will make a really detailed plan 
of I'm going to go and see this person at 10.30 and then five minutes before the end, I'm going to walk around to here and see that person and stuff. That's great. If you make those massively in-depth plans and things, it, you know, the likelihood is you're not going to stick to it because, you know, there'll be other sort of things coming. But equally, if you're kind of, I don't know, if you're, um, if you're going from the town square to go and you're planning to go into the indigo, between things you might walk past the big entrance stage not planning to see who's on or knowing who's on and here's something you really like and so like, actually they're really really cool i'm going to sort of stick and watch that and things so the kind of organic discovery and stuff that way is really cool not um, getting a potential 20 minute queue to go into the indigo that I, I think that's the, the one thing that people might need to sort of think about that obviously with the kind of the venues you, the free areas you need a ticket for um, you know, it's not just a case of that if you're upstairs in Saloon or Bar One and between the app changeovers, you want to go, um, I don't know, you might want to go and have a look at the market stores or, you know, go for a cigarette or something like that. You know, you might, you, you're likely, you might not be able to get straight back in to be able to kind of go and see who you might want to do. So there's always that to kind of bear in mind. Plus, um, you've also got as, um, Dan said to me when we were doing the, I was doing the call with him the other week. He's obviously playing the icon stage, and he was like, "I take it I probably shouldn't swear on that stage because there's probably just people do out doing their Saturday afternoon shopping." I think like the other sort of stuff, like you know, a lot of people like put a lot of thought into what they're going to wear and their outfits and stuff. I clearly don't. <laughs> the amount of things I like, I think that the likelihood of we can give you a good country and UK t-shirt if you want. I don't, I don't. I think the little mixed t-shirt might have kind of passed its time and stuff, but um, there might be some other sort of funky kind of random um, band tees and stuff. But I say from that and things, you know, obviously if you spend a lot of time looking at your outfit, planning it and all that sort of stuff, make the most of, you know, the fact you get to sort of wear it. If you If cowboy hats suit you and you like cowboy hats, wear your cowboy hat. Um if you don't have a cowboy hat and you decide that you're so inclined to buy one for four pound the day before uh, and then kind of look like you dress like Woody the Cowboy um, at a fancy dress party on the train going over. Um, Even better if it's bright pink with sparkles. Jamie loves it's that just, It is just the whole sort of thing that just sort of like, you know, before you go out and things it's like when you're wearing it it's like you look in the mirror and you like say to yourself i look good i feel great and i say if you've got like a fancy dress style hat then you probably don't um it's my view but the other point i was sort of making about this is more for kind of like well more for kind of ladies and stuff or people that are wearing boots or heels particularly with cowboy boots and so it's a long time on your feet um kind of during the day there isn't really a lot of places to sit the bluebird is seated if you've got tickets for in there there's probably a couple of benches likely to be in and in and around the town square area and that part up in um in a saloon there'll be chairs but for a lot of the stages there isn't anywhere to sit so you're going to be on your feet for a lot during the day you're going to be doing a lot of walking around because like traveling between those stages and stuff there's going to be quite a bit of steps and things so obviously just sort of think about what you're going to be wearing is going to be quite comfortable on your feet um and also the the biggest thing i think for a lot of people is if you're staying close to the o2 if you're staying in hotels and you have the opportunity to be able to go back to your hotel 
you're a lot it's a lot easier for you to be able to buy stuff so if you're buying vinyls or you're buying kind of souvenirs or you buy kind of boots or outfits and things just bear, bear in mind that the otu is quite strict in terms of what you can take into the arena in terms of bag size um so obviously kind of put a little bit consideration into that as to whether you might need to come very early in the morning if you want to buy something and take it back somewhere because otherwise you're paying I think they're quite expensive as well to get a locker at the O2, one of the big lockers. It sounds like something would, that would cost a bit. I, ha I, haven't, say I haven't kind of done it for a while. And again, if you're taking bags into the actual dome during the day and things, but, you know, remember they're going to kind of put it through the scanner and things, you know, be polite to security and things. It's not, yeah, you. the fact that they're doing their job that you're trying to take in a, a suitcase into the arena <laughs> when you know full well you can't and there are signs and stuff everywhere. Um, Won't be that person taking your suitcase in 10 minutes before the show starts. And then what and then what will happen is you try and do that. They'll tell you you have to go and take it somewhere else and you'll get the hump. You'll miss half the thing. Uh, and then obviously go in. My... I have a big thing about people sitting down at gigs. Um, I think that people should stand up and have a good time. And if the people behind you don't want to stand up and have a good time, they shouldn't tell you to not have a good time. Um, I totally understand that, you know, if you're sat in front of somebody that might be kind of, you know, impaired with a disability or something, so it might not be kind of able to. So as you be considerate around, pe you know, to people around you and try and, you know, consider their circumstances. But equally at the same time if you're there with your mate and you want to have a little dance and sing along to lady a or thomas rat and you've got a couple of karens behind you and things then you know just again you know it's your time to have fun too um, and i'm a big fan about people standing rather you know at those things if you're on the floor you're going to be stood there's no two ways about it if you're on the, the upper tier generally people don't tend to do it as much but particularly on kind of the sides tiers and things level one um just obviously you know be considerate of people around you and try not to you know <laughs> don't just cause rows for the sake of it and things um but it's uh, i'm a firm believer people should stand up um and things outdoor festivals totally different thing altogether ban chairs completely um we'll get back to that campaign <laughs> um, oh i can feel that rank coming again this year uh, at some point and the, the biggest thing of all is it, it is a marathon it isn't a sprint you know for a lot of people they're going to get there on thursday for the songwriters doing three days of stuff in there um three nights of after parties and there are a lot of bars around the o2 um and that again comes to the thing that yeah have a good time you know i i love a drink and people sort of know i'm i tend to party a little bit more than i should do a lot of times but you know just sort of think about it. if you do get absolute you know if you are going to get hammered you're not just going to spoil the thing for yourself um you're going to spoil it for people around you and particularly if you go too hard at the start of the week you know at the start of the weekend and stuff once it gets round to sunday you know if you if you're literally dying you know then are you going to enjoy zach brown who you bought tickets specifically to see or are you going to enjoy mitchell tempany who's not been over here before so just kind of think with that you don't literally have to spend the entire time boozing yes there are things that you can some of the bars near the front of the um of the dome do takeaway cups so you can get beer and stand in front of that town square stage similar with the 
wayside is it called now wayside Wayside from the observatory and things there'll be places where you'll be able to get carry out beers and things um obviously make sure you eat um you know obviously eating is cheating but you know you're there kind of you're going to get there at 10 o'clock in the morning and be on it till two three o'clock the next morning you can't just survive off a meal deal from tesco There is a Tesco well, right out front of the hotel. Well, the thing though. is, that's the other thing there. It's like, if you're thinking, oh, just go and grab a sandwich at Tesco, everyone has that idea. Um, Not so left. Tesco generally runs out of everything during that whole weekend. Um, as things stand, we've had no touch wood. We haven't heard anything nasty in regard to kind of any transport issues and things. Um, and, you know, just sort of, you know, make sure people are, checking where you know where things are going home like so i know last weekend that the jubilee line was closed which is what serves north greenwich so just kind of check on stuff with tfl um yeah think about your footwear uh don't be a dick um for someone who says he hasn't got many pointers he's got quite a few pointers doesn't he drink go hard but remember it's not a marathon not a sprint um don't dress like if you don't dress like you're going to a fancy dress party but you know if you've got you know if you spent a lot of time for your outfit and thought about it people look really good and it's a really good advert for kind of why the genre is really fun and exciting um you'll meet a lot of weird people randomly as you're talking as you're walking around um you know talk to them because you're probably as weird in their eyes as they are to you um and yeah that's sort of beyond that and like to say don't don't be scared to like, you know, go, oh, I, I really wanted to go and see so-and-so yesterday and I didn't because I caught this person. It's great. Um, and I think even even for us, I don't know about you, Ian, but when I've been like, when we're getting ready to kind of chat to people and stuff, listening to artists kind of more and more in depth, because um, like, I know that um, we're going to be chatting to Hannah Ellis Um on monday next week when i'm speaking to her and although i knew kind of bits about her and stuff and kind of had heard kind of some of the tracks that had kind of done a little bit better in terms of numbers and things you know taking a chance to listen to kind of more of her catalog and things um you know 49 winchester again a a band i think uh, everyone's gonna absolutely adore um because they're amazing um and as well just not not just those kind of big american acts and stuff you know caroline jones only playing one set because she's going to be on the main stage on the sunday like you've got ashley cook breland's doing one very special thing up in a saloon but there's plenty of like you know plenty of the uk artists and kind of emerging artists and stuff and even if you haven't got a ticket and you want to go and check things out like we've sort of been saying that where you've got you know some really really cool acts from both sides of the atlantic that are going to be playing just so you can have a nice day out at the o2 very true be good that was quite that was quite professional rather than me just sort of saying it's like it's like it's like go hard or go home is kind of do, one do your own thing do what you want don't spend too much money on signed cds have you is that from experience definitely not don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well um but yeah we're really we're saying we're really looking forward to it we've got kind of a few more interviews and stuff coming um a really big one that i'm going to be doing now on thursday nice um, that one from me curse my job some days well that was the thing it was like the the beauty of, 
the beauty of like teaching hours. Um, I mean, but yeah, we when, got... a, when a five thirty interview gets moved to two thirty, I'm like, why? And the worst bit was two thirty on a Thursday used to be my release time. I'm like, that would have been perfect like two weeks ago. Oh no. But yeah, so we, we've got plenty of other bits and stuff. Um, you know, we we're looking forward to it. Next week, we're going to draft, same as we did last year. We're going to do a seven-round draft. Seven? Uh, we can do a yep. seven round draft. I think we've got enough. So no main stage artists. And I think there's enough. I reckon I could have a list of 14, so I reckon we can do seven. Okay, I can um, get researching. So we can do that. Um, and yeah. It's going to come around quick because I think like my a lot of stuff with things that go on around C to C and things, it starts a little bit earlier. So it's kind of like, wow, it's like I haven't really got I think next week's my well, I'm in work next week, but kind of it's not too long a week after, which is really, really nice. So It'll there we go. Work. Penelope Pitstop was our number five. And um, yeah, we got excited about Marin Morris tour date in London, um, loads of new music from Cadillac Free, um, Breland, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis' album's so good, we talked about it twice. Uh, and, yeah, that's been episode five. And we'll be back with episode six in seven days' time. Seven days' time. Thank you very much. There we go. This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville.